0: On today's, I didn't say that. We're 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 sick of this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and we're not sick from COVID nineteen.
0: <laughs> and we're not sick either. Let's go. Welcome to another edition of. I didn't say that. Quarantine edition, part whatever. How many days I've been doing this?
1: Quarantine central.
0: Quarantine central.
1: Actually, not really. We don't have it as bad here.
0: No, no, we don't. We don't really have it up here in New Hampshire. There have been over 100 cases. Um,
1: No, I don't just mean the cases. I mean the restrictions. like.
0: Yeah, the restrictions, the restrictions just aren't that that bad, too. I mean, the the thing that's that's really troublesome is the restaurants and bars not being open. But yeah, other than that, um, you know, it's just the fear has. It, it, it's not New York City. Most of the country is not New York City. That's what Deborah, Dr. Dr. Deborah Burks was saying during the uh daily coronavirus task force uh press briefing today it's in four counties
1: it's just like 50 something percent of cases are in four counties yes
0: um and then you know the the rest of the country is just kind of getting locked down but you can see that trump who has had his finger on the pulse of america for much more than the media and anyone else has in the establishment in establishment politics. He knows the natives are getting restless. He's seen the same thing that we're seeing, which is this doesn't seem to be a widespread issue. Right. It just doesn't. It doesn't seem to be like, it doesn't seem to be as bad as the flu. It doesn't seem to be as bad as anything else. You know, this is just it's not something you want to get. Take precautions. If you're in an at-risk group, maybe don't you know, go to the most crowded places for the time being. Um, But people are still going to supermarket. I don't see how going to the supermarket is any different than going to a restaurant. I don't see how going to a supermarket is different than going to a bar. I don't see how going to a supermarket is different than kids going to school or people going to their jobs in their offices. It's just not. We're rubbing and bumping up into people all up and down the aisle because everyone is panic buying. Every day there seems to be some sort of headline out of the news media that is freaking people out more. But the fact remains is that, you know, people, how many times do you go and pump gas? You're touching all that stuff. but So the, the country is still operating at some level. And I think it's sinking in for a lot of people that either— you know, because we didn't go all in and just like shut down the country, you know, the impact, the things that we're doing right now are just more bothersome for most people than, you know, are really having any, you know, true, you know, benefit. You know, maybe maybe people are using hand sanitizer more, who are washing their hands more, trying to be a little cleaner. But the fact remains is that we are about to see next week an absolute explosion. And unemployment claims, and that's what Trump has an eye on. And he even said it today, and that'll probably probably be the Trump tweet of the day. So we'll get into it. We'll get into that later. But he hits the nail on the head. But I have bless you.
1: I I purposely did it off. Mike. And well, you like... d- and
0: you did it into your elbow correctly, unlike Joe Biden. Joe Biden, who sneezed into his hands uh, yesterday while being interviewed by Jake Tapper, and Jake Tapper uh, admonished him for that. Uh, Joe Joe Biden resurfaced yesterday, gave a couple of interviews, forgot where he was. <laughs> um, oh, I shouldn't say. Just classic <laughs> bumbling Joe. Um. He is not ready for prime time. He's the Democrat nominee by default. And he's going to get smoked by Donald Trump. Because he has no idea what he's talking about. No. And he can't take questions from the press. Because if he opens it up, someone, somewhere, will ask him, Well, Joe, you're we talking about N95 masks. How come the Obama administration didn't didn't replenish the stockpile after H one N one?
1: You really think the media is going to ask him that?
0: Yeah, I think I think I think if he has to go out in public and a and, and a Fox News reporter goes around, I think a Fox News reporter like like Peter Ducey, I think he will pop him with that one. It's one of the top things that would come to mind for me.
1: Well, right, a real reporter, but they're all in the tank.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing, you know, they have him going on the view. <laughs>
1: You no, know, they said it
0: took a week for them to put together a television studio in his house when a five year old knows how to pick up an iPhone, swipe, punch in a number, and they can be and they can be streaming live in the matter you can be streaming live to anywhere in the world in a matter of ten seconds with an iPhone. So this whole thing, I you know, it's just just the incompetent, bumbling moron starting at the top of that Joe Biden campaign. It's still funny it hasn't gotten sad for me i'm not going to play the card of like oh it's sad that they're trot- trotting out this guy who is you know he doesn't really have his mental faculties there anymore um but anyways i think come easter america's going to be back open
1: fingers crossed
0: that's what trump is signaling that's what other people are signaling. I think it's what the business community is going to be signaling. And the fact remains is that it's very difficult to take this situation seriously. When the media has been lying about this day after day after day, starting with Trump closing closing down flights from, from China months and months and months ago, he's a racist, he's a xenophobe, He's, uh, you know, he's an isolationist, all of these terms. And it turns out that he was right to do that. But now he didn't act quickly enough, even though he did that and he was admonished for it. So you can't trust these people. These are the same people who, when thousands and thousands and thousands of people were dying of H1N1 in 2900, Obama didn't make a peep. It's not a big deal. This too shall pass. But now that Trump's in charge, the media has to sensationalize it. The second thing that I've been thinking about is I know that this is not a serious situation because Congress I shouldn't say Congress, because Nancy Pelosi is using this opportunity to slam every liberal wish list item into this coronavirus bill. So it's impossible for me to sit here as a citizen and think that any that and, and think that this is a serious matter when our elected officials are treating this as just another way to try to get their agenda passed. I mean, what the hell do airline emissions have to do with coronavirus? What the hell does funding for the Kennedy Center, $25 million for the Kennedy Center? What the hell does that have to do with anything? $75 million for the Corporation of Public Broadcasting, PBS. So they can have that idiot White House reporter of theirs ask Donald Trump questions about, you know, why do you keep calling it the China flu? That's what PBS finds. For $75 million a year, for $75 million extra, PBS is going to ask questions at, 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 a, at a press briefing with the President of the United States. Why do you call things the way you do? Not, not a substantial question. Not a question that's relevant to the lives of tens of millions of Americans who are losing their jobs. Not a relevant question to our first responders who are fighting this on a daily basis. Some of them do not have the equipment that they need, thanks to the Obama administration, for not replenishing our stockpiles of N95 masks and ventilators. By the way, by the way, Governor Andrew Cuomo, who we're going to probably touch upon in a little bit, who's probably the biggest threat to Joe Biden getting the Democratic nomination at this point. In 2015, Governor Cuomo was handed a report talking about how they need to start Stockpiling ventilators in in New York. How there's not enough. How if another H1N1 situation happens, New York as a state is not prepared because they do not have the ventilators that would be needed. You know, if all of a sudden a, a large amount of people got sick, they don't have the ICU beds. Did nothing. Sat on his hands for four years, and now is turning to the federal government, saying, "How are you going to help me out?" And it's the same story we see and. I'm not going to go into the full generational warfare thing, though I really want to have to, but I have a very hard time as a millennial, as a 32-year-old, watching these 70- and 80-year-old people who have been in charge for the past 50 years, who, like Joe Biden's, collected a government check for over 50 years. He hasn't worked in a private sector. I've worked more in the private sector than Joe Biden has in his life. He has... No idea what regular people go through on a daily basis. He has no idea how to get things done. The only thing that he's ever had to do is every six years show up, vote for himself, and win a re-election in a blue state. That's it. That's all Joe Biden has to show for himself for the past 50 years of his life. And one crackhead son. Congratulations. (laughs) That's Joe Biden's main accomplishment. What the hell does Joe Biden know about running anything in a crisis situation. What does does Andrew Cuomo know about doing any of this? These are people who have sat on their hands for decades and now are pointing fingers at Donald Trump, who's been in office for three years and is trying to rapidly fix the problems that every American knows that we have. You want to know why we don't have enough hospital beds in this country? Because we've imported the third world here. Over decades, decades and decades and decades and decades and decades from the 50s. They're going to deny that they ever attempted to cause mass panic in this country. I can see it happening already. The only thing you can take away from this, if you are a rational person, is once again, this is a reinforcement of the lesson that sometimes we forget. That anyone on TV you cannot trust. You cannot trust them. There is no credibility in journalism today because there is no journalism today. The vast, 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 vast majority of people in the media are nothing more than folks who get their talking points from the DNC in the morning and repost them as a quote unquote news story. Look what happened this weekend trying to trying to talk about how Donald Trump and Dr. Fauci don't don't like each other. When after interview after interview, Dr. Fauci talks about how great Donald Trump has been how every idea or every thought that doc, that doctor fauci has put out there donald trump hasn't shot down he's listened to them all he's encouraged them more and more and more help us out here you know you have experience help us out here and the media still tries to they think their goal now is to is to is to divide the coronavirus task force is to turn americans against each other cuz it's better for ratings Openly lying. I mean, no more clear example of a coordinated attempt by the Democrat and Republican parties to take down this president than what happened with that idiot who drank fish tank cleaner because it had an ingredient in it that is used in much smaller doses in different settings, in different formats, as one of these anti-malaria drugs that doctors have found improve their patient outcomes when it comes to the coronavirus. And the media says, oh, you know, this guy did it because Donald Trump said it would be a cure. No, the guy did it because he's a moron. This has nothing to do with Donald Trump. Drinking a toxic chemical that cleans fish tanks is not, uh, is not something that the President of the United States went on television and said you should do. Yet, yet NBC, The Hill, the AP, every news organization out there pushed that lie this week. Only to be proven wrong, once again, by regular people who have their heads on straight, who are going, you know, weren't millions, weren't, aren't we supposed to have like 3 million people dead in this country by now? How many times did we see that? 1% of the country is gonna die. 3 million people. Got a couple hundred people dead. It's terrible. It's a tragedy. No one wants to see it. When you look at the other things that impact public health in this country, Heart disease. Let's just take heart disease. Let's just take let's take obesity-related illnesses. But we're never going to talk about that kind of stuff because the end goal of the coronavirus panic is to take the economy in order to get rid of President Donald Trump.
1: That was long. That was a long Max rant take a breath i would just like to point out a data inconsistency so i'm sure you've all seen the johns hopkins map because everybody's seen it i check it constantly to see if new hampshire has increased because they've now done it county by county so now it's really specific and also really really small so our county was holding at four for a while and then yesterday, I think it went up to five. So we've had one one increase. But it says zero recoveries. However, however, in our local paper today, there is a story about a Rochester man who actually is battling cancer, has been battling cancer for two years, got it, went to the hospital in Boston, has since recovered, is now back, and is not negative, and he came out like from the privacy, whatever, to basically tell people, stop panicking. If I can do it, you can do it. And his recovery number is not on that map. So the data is bogus. I am no longer believing what's on the Johns Hopkins website. It's bull.
0: Yeah, I'm just not, I, yeah, I'm just I'm just not believing much of this, any, anything at all. I, I just, I, I have to agree. I just don't. You, you know, the way that the media says that what's happening, you would think that, you know, you walk down the streets and there are just bodies lying in the gutters. It's just not, it's just not true. It's just not happening. No. And then, oh,
1: Drudge, which is a terrible website now, but I'm on it anyway just to see the panic. And it had some article from Political about how New York's mortuary is running out of, they have no room. Oh. And then... You read the article and buried in it, it goes to tell you, oh, no, we're fine. We don't, we actually don't really have any issues. Like in 9-11, we had like 3,000 bodies to take care of and we figured it out. And uh, that's what we'll just reenact if we have to. It's like, why is this an article? This is based in nothing. Made up. It's completely made up.
0: Yep it's just it, we're 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 just seeing what scares me the most is that the media has now realized that they can tank the economy on a moment's notice with widespread panic over nothing and that's what scares me is I, don't that, know, I think this is a dry run for october
1: i don't know if they can though because you know fool me once shame on you fool me twice shame on me like i don't know if the american public's going to fall for it again
0: I think I think if we get the same kind of news cycle we have now with this around-the-clock fear-mongering of, you know, the body count ticker right above the stock market, I mean, that's the kind of stuff that, that, that freaks people out. And, you know, all it takes is for a governor to go, you want to know what? We're just going to take the precaution to shut everything down now. I mean, they. This they could put the country that. into a tailspin in October. But that's what that. But they're, they're that they were. That's what they're. They're setting the foundation for it. Of this is going to go away, and then it's going to come back in the fall. It's going to come back in the fall. You're starting to hear that more and more and more. This could be a seasonal flu. A seasonal virus. But it
1: won't work because the fact of the matter is, most people are going to get it, and they're going to have antibodies, and they're going to be fine.
0: It doesn't. Matter Because the media is going to go, well, one life is too many. They don't do that with abortion, but they're going to do it with this.
1: I just don't think our vaccines and medical community will allow that to happen. Like, they'll make this next flu vaccine with this strain in it.
0: I think the media is going to, as soon as someone comes down with this again in the fall, which will happen, they are going to blow it out of proportion because now they've seen they can get the stock market to drop mm. this is just a dry run to take down president i'm sorry at this point i don't trust anything this just seems like a dress rehearsal to me this is the media letting donald trump know we can take you out
1: yeah well next time around he's not gonna let it happen like he's not gonna let he succumbed to it this time he's now learned He's not gonna do
0: it again. I hope so. I hope. I hope so. I hope so. Because it's very frightening that the media can spread the that the media can cause this kind of panic, and I think that the majority of Americans, like we've noticed day and day. I mean, what we did on we we went out Saturday. Parks packed, beaches. It's forty five degrees outside. Packed, packed. People just looking to get outside to do something. There will be widespread civil disobedience if this continues. Especially if we get all these shelter-in-place orders.
1: Yeah, I think I just read on leather.com, which is like super random, uh, that L.A. has tightened it. Now, no more alcohol stores. No more walking your dog, which I'm kind of like, are you making all the dogs pee inside? Like, for sure, that revolt's happening. No way, people are gonna be like, "Yeah, my dog can just poop and pee everywhere,"
0: and I don't get to drink.
1: That's just further stores to shut off. Prohibition happening in L.A.
0: Yep. Great. It it's is like the tw-
1: it is like the twenties.
0: It is like the twenties. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is like the twenties. We're gonna close all the bars. Stock market crash. We have a pandemic.
1: But it's not. A, I mean,
0: the Spanish flu killed like 20 million people or something.
1: Millions.
0: Millions. Millions. millions, millions this is going to kill. Millions. This
1: is probably in America going to end up. I'm going to bet. 25,000.
0: Um. Uh, I don't think the regular
1: it'll... flu takes out 30,000 a
0: year. Yeah, I was about to say I don't think it's going to come in at like the regular flu season. So
1: going to be like 50,000?
0: Yeah, I think it's going to come in as like kind of like a really bad flu season. I think it's going to end up you want to know what? I think honestly when you combine the seasonal flu and COVID this year, it's going to look somewhat like 2009 with H1 with the H1N1 flu strain and then the other flu strains that were going around taking out people. You know, I think that year it was like 50 or 60,000 people died.
1: How do you respond to people who say you're heartless and you don't you care more about the economy than you do about people?
0: Oh, I mean, I think I have a very simple response is that the number of people who are going to lose their lives over this uh, pales in comparison to the number of people whose lives are going to be permanently altered because their businesses are going to have to close or they're going to lose their jobs or they're going to lose months and months and months and months of income. Don't 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 think for a second that the federal government is going to end up being able to cover this at the end of the day.
1: Yeah, but to them, they would just be like, well, at least they're alive.
0: Yeah, but at what cost? We're gonna up we're gonna upend our economy because a couple of thousand of people die. I mean, then we should shut down the roads. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Oh, I know, I know, but we should shut down the roads, right? We have to. We we, we have to stop living in fear as a country. Bad things happen. I to, to go back a couple of weeks to one of our previous episodes. One of my main one of the main things that I said is that the reason why there is so much panic and so much consternation over this is because things have been going so well under the Trump presidency. We've had record low unemployment, like no matter what social group you have, you belong to, you've had record low unemployment. Your wages have increased. Your 401ks look better than ever. We have never been in a more stable and prosperous society than we had up until six weeks ago.
1: Yep. And And now something has
0: come along and interrupted that. Right,
1: And then they'll be like, well, the hospitals will get overwhelmed. No, they won't. No, they won't. You know why? Because we closed all the schools. So there's... And no one's in the hotels. So all you got to do is turn a hotel into a makeshift hospital. Boom, beds. We're making, what? 500,000 masks a day or something insane. And like 4,000 ventilators a day. Like... We have the supplies. We have the beds. Sure, they're not the typical intensive care unit ones. Okay, but it's a bed. It's a ventilator. It's a mask.
0: Listen, I, I get it. We weren't prepared for a, a virus that, when it gets bad, requires more intensive care than other illnesses that are going around. Got it. Fully understood we don't tank the economy over that right we find we see we we acknowledge the problem and we work to fix it and we learn from it going forward you have to evolve as a society going forward we can't you can't legislate away every temporary evil in this country in the world and that's what this is it is a temporary evil i know it doesn't seem like one now to a lot of people but this will go away at some point. At some point, we will have a vaccine for this that'll prevent people from catching this in the future. For the most part, we will come up with a, a treatment, an effective treatment for it, that'll 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 make sure that that people are able to to survive. You know, should should they catch this again before there's a vaccine in place? But these things happen. There is so much more about this world, and so much more about microbiology and viruses and infectious diseases that we don't know then we know and the left likes to think that they have an answer well they, they, they know they have an answer for everything the answer is more federal government
1: right Whereas most, government people, was, most
0: people on the right know that
1: if the government was in control of 100% of your life everything would be fine that's what the democrats think it's not true
0: bad things happen. It stinks. It stinks. No one's happy that we're going through this. No one's happy that people have died from this. No one's happy that China hid this from the world for weeks and weeks and weeks on end until they finally acknowledged, ooh, we've, we we kind of have a problem here. We've got something that we don't really have a treatment for running around that's kind of nasty.
1: Right, and if you want to talk about living, un- living under a rock, a hundred percent, their death numbers are not accurate, nor are their infected numbers. A hundred percent, it is like 10x that.
0: Well, that's what's going around. Now it's like, oh, well, you can just add another zero to all these numbers of people who are infected. Well, then that means we get to move the decimal point on the on the mortality rate of this virus from like 1.5% in America to 0.15%. You're telling me all of these people have been infected and are walking around and as the coronavirus task force, as as Dr. Fauci and Dr. Burks say regularly, there are millions of people who have who 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 will get this and will not know that they have it. Right? Which is one of the dangers of this. You don't know that you can have it and you can transmit it to someone who is whose immune system is compromised and they can get really sick from it. But that's no different than any other disease that's out there. I'm sorry. I know it's I know it's nasty. I know there are places where we weren't prepared for this. But we're going to fix the problem. You know it won't fix the problem using this as an excuse for more and more government intrusion into our lives to have the government control more pieces of the economy, to have more people dependent on the government to make ends meet for us to live in a society now that when one thing goes wrong it's shutdown time it's done we cannot do that as a people and expect to survive we are having some t- some some pretty awesome technical issues here um, we've probably recorded this episode like two and a half times Uh, So uh, Katie is holding up the Trump tweet of the day for me. Usually this is her job, but I'm going to take care of it. This is at real Donald Trump. The lamestream media is the dominant force in trying to get me to keep our country closed as long as possible in the hope that it will be detrimental to my election success. The real people want to get back to work ASAP. We will be stronger than ever before. Exactly. So let's close on that. Everyone stay safe. Stay healthy. Hopefully our first responders, the doctors, the nurses, everyone who's helping take, people, take care of sick people stay safe out there. Hopefully we get them all the equipment that they need uh, in order for them to keep doing their jobs. Uh, same with the truck drivers and everyone taking care, of, <laughs> taking care of commerce in this country or the version of it that we have now. So uh, until the next time, see you later.